let's see if we can actually keep this one at 30 minutes like the last one we did. Yeah, I know. We did so good last time. Yeah. Good. Yay us. <laughs> uh, so uh, there's a storm outside right now. I don't know if you guys can hear the thunder. Um, but yeah, welcome back to Comedy Month. And this time we're doing The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yay. Which came out in 2005. Wow. So a year after Anchorman. Yeah, this is Judd Apatow's first uh, movie he directed, uh, and Steve Carell co-wrote this movie with him. It's based off a sketch that he actually did for Second City, which was basically the poker scene. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I actually liked this one. Um, there's Yay. definitely some, like, 2005-esque things oh, yeah. that Those I don't things. like about it, but... <laughs> yeah. It's more on par for me. Like, one of my favorite comedies is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, I love that movie. And it's more on par for me. Um, yeah. It's definitely a similar vibe, because Jason Segal, actually, because he wasn't... Uh, the studio didn't let him be in this movie, actually. Really? And so Judd Apatow was like, you should write your own stuff, man. And that was what led to Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's awesome. So, yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's cool, like, because uh, it does happen a lot, especially in comedy. You get, like, uh, groups of people who are, like, all friends and all have, like, similar comedy styles, and they all do a bunch of stuff together. Yeah. So it's, like, cool making the connections like that. Yeah. Like, I texted you when I started watching it. I started watching it last night and then finished it this morning. Um, I woke up so early this morning, and I was like, <laughs> I guess I'll just wait to take the dog out, and I'll just watch the movie, like, finish it. Yeah. But I was telling you, his life seems awesome. Like, he doesn't <laughs> seem like he really cares that much that he's a virgin, like, He's yeah. got all these action figures that are, like, dope. Like, that looks like an amazing house. He takes... He has enough time to take a bath, work out, and make a beautiful breakfast every single morning for himself. I know. Like, he, he's kind of kind of living the life a little bit. Yeah. I don't see how there's anything <laughs> wrong the tuba, with that. you know? It was very funny, though, that cut to him just, like, playing the tuba when yeah. he, after he says, my life is very fulfilling. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. I do like, though, that they didn't, the point wasn't that he wasn't unfulfilled. Yes, exactly. That's what, that's what makes this movie work. Like, because the thing is, like, it could have easily just been like, oh, man, look at this loser. He's never had sex before, and we need to get him laid so he's not a loser anymore, blah, blah, blah. And, like, it's sort of treated that way a bit by his uh, co-workers slash friends, but the movie itself isn't saying that at all. And yeah. the point is also that the sex is better because he's in love as yeah. well. Yeah. And I think that they also, like, his friends kind of figure out, too, that it's not important to just yeah be getting laid all the time, like, yeah, without every, anything else. Yeah, that's what also brings this movie to next level, too, is everybody undergoes uh, some character growth because of the friendships that they formed. Yeah. It could have easily been, like, a, just, just a raunchy comedy and that's it. It could have easily been written that way, but it wasn't, and that's what makes it better. Yeah, I agree, for sure. We should probably do the intro. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at the time and I'm like, oh yeah, we, we should do that before we forget. <laughs> I'm Jackie. I'm Lita. This is Why Haven't You Watched That? I wrote down not a lot of notes that are very substantial i did write Same. down a bunch of like quotes uh Same. or words that i found to be fun like borked and yeah. butthole pleasures <laughs> butthole pleasures was great see the thing is that when i 
when I the last time I saw this movie, it was like a much more innocent time for me. I th- this is a classic film about a virgin who can't drive, and I think when <laughs> <laughs> I think when I saw this, I was like the same. I, I mean, I still can't drive, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I remember it being like so much dirtier than it actually was. Yeah, watching I, it again, I, I expected was, it to be. Yeah, and I was, like, watching again, like, mere hours ago, and I was like, yeah, this is dirty, but it's not as bad as I remember, I guess, because I'm a much more experienced worldly woman now. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah, Uh, I think there's, like, boobs at, like, one or two parts, but I was expecting, like, I thought that this was, like, a really obscene, oh, we have the unrated version type movie and I thought that he was gonna go off have a bunch of sex before he found somebody that he liked like I didn't yeah. think that it was gonna be so wholesome at the end <laughs> I do know they wound up cutting a couple things from the final cut because it, like uh, it didn't test super well with audiences like they didn't laugh like apparently there was one scene where he actually like watched the boner compilation oh, tape, yeah. and like nobody laughed during that and initially the line uh, Trisha says about uh, Einstein Einstein, Einstein, oh my god. I'm sorry. <laughs> Einstein, I know. Frankenstein. Well. <laughs> uh, like, fucking his wife was cut, but then they put it back in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, But yeah, it, it was definitely way less raunchy than I remember. And actually reminds me of, like, a, I think probably the first dirty film I ever saw actually wasn't a comedy. It was actually, like, a drama that nobody's seen with uh, Ewan McGregor. It was called... Young Adam, that was it. And I remember trying to watch that. I was like 14 or something, I think. <laughs> and it, I, it, the first sex scene started, I immediately just turned it off. I was like so scandalized. I was like, it's his penis. It's Obi-Wan's penis. Oh, no. Hello there. <laughs> I did eventually finish the film. And actually, the soundtrack for that movie is great. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, what the first sex scene in a movie I would have seen was, because, like, I didn't really watch a lot of R-rated movies until I was older. Like, I never really had the desire to watch a lot of them, and I think that most of them were action movies, if so. Like, my parents took me and uh, my friend Christina to see one of the Resident Evil movies at at the theater, because we, like, couldn't get in on our own, so they took us to see it. Uh, but I can't even remember, like, when's the first time yeah. I would have seen a dick on screen. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, I think I had seen, like, very uh, quick sex scenes in movies before that, but that was definitely the first time I saw a peen. Like a on- graphic one, yeah. Yeah, like a graphic one. Like, it, the thing is, like, the sex scene wasn't even graphic, it was just, like, shocking seeing it. Because, I, I mean, I had never seen one on a yeah. man, so I was, like... Uh, my poor innocent virgin eyes were <laughs> just like <laughs> honestly with the way that movies are about not showing like male yeah. nudity i think that i probably had seen it in real life before i ever saw it in a yeah. movie i'm not sure yeah it like the thing is like people get so freaked out even if you just see it for like a second like forgetting sarah marshall yeah when honestly, they showed it. it like it's like you see it for like a split second Honestly, that might be the first on screen. I like. I swear to God, that might be, because my mom was like, "Oh, the movie's really funny, but like, there's a part at the beginning, and like, I don't know if I want you to watch it because it's gross." (laughs) (laughs) 
I was like, okay, and I watched it over at Christina's house, actually. <laughs> so that's. I mean, probably, when you're not uh, used to seeing it, it is kind of shocking, and yeah. also the big uh, hullabaloo about Doctor Manhattan's penis in oh, Watchmen. Yeah. We're like, oh my god, all they show is his penis. Like you see it for like what, like th- three seconds, man. Calm down. And that's the that's the complaint that you had about that scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the complaint you had about that whole entire movie. Is we saw yeah. a blue penis for like thirty seconds tops. <laughs> when we watched that movie, I watched it with my parents, and I dipped out at a certain point because I was like, "Well, this is awkward." And then I think I came back to try to watch some more of the movie, and it was that scene, and I was like, "All right, well, yeah. I'm gonna leave again." <laughs> yeah. Uh, but speaking of being made uncomfortable by sex, like I feel like I feel like they really did their research for this, and then it just tried to make him someone just so pathetic. Because like I I felt you know I mean I've certainly been there, just like being made uncomfortable by the idea of talking about sex because yeah. you haven't had it, and like just not knowing what to do, and feeling like it's just been so long that you don't know what you're doing, and just like shying away from it entirely, like. It was very relatable to me. Yeah, and I like that they showed, I mean, I don't know if they were just, I think that there were supposed to be memories, not just dreams of, like, his past uh, attempts, and, like, yeah, that's a good... Yeah, especially that that girl who told him he was terrible at it. It's, like, rude. Yeah, like, just because you (laughs) sucked his toe and he tickled and you got a nosebleed, like... Like, calm the fuck down, man. Yeah, like, it's stuff like, like, funny stuff happens a lot during sex and like if you can't roll with it you should like, be having sex honestly yeah. if you or can like, have a sense of humor about it because it's silly the whole idea of sex is so fucking silly it really is it's kind of gross like it's it's really dumb a lot of the time and it's kind of silly to think about the fact that like so many people covet it so much when it's yeah. just kind of like you're like, just like yeah. mashing your body parts together yeah and it's just the concept is strange like you gotta you gotta be able to laugh things off and just have fun like don't take it so seriously yeah and you might get elbowed sometimes or like okay i saw a comic one time that was talking about a um a teacher overseas and i think it was they had chinese students and the kids are like you guys, you Americans have such big noses. How do you kiss without poking each other in the nose? And literally, Chris's nose is huge, and he has poked me in the eye with his nose before when we're kissing. <laughs> like, it happens. Yeah. Not something you gotta put so much stock in. Yeah. I can relate a lot to that the poker scene and, and being really uncomfortable, yeah. too. Just, like, even after you're not a virgin anymore, it's, like, sometimes... Like, I if you're not a teenager and it's not, like, the main thing that you're thinking about anymore, it's really awkward when people just start talking about it and you're like, I don't really want to know about what you do. Yeah, that's... Like, <laughs> we're at the point where, like, why do we need to be talking about that, you know? It's like, I don't need the details, man. Like, no. You know, we're not going to sleep together. I don't need to know what you're into. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, you're not, like, going near my friends, so I don't need to warn them. Or <laughs> it's like quietly texting on the table, listen, don't fuck Steve. Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> He's into I some see- weird shit. He's telling me about it right now. <laughs> Honest to God, I've warned people before and nobody ever listens to me. And then they're like, why did this person do this weird thing? Or why aren't they texting me anymore? And I'm like, I fucking told you not you to. you just like... Just look at the camera. <laughs> I told you it wasn't a good idea. Nobody people, listens to Lita. People don't want to listen. No. No. People have to find things out for themselves, and I've accepted that, and I don't really 
provide the advice anymore unless I'm asked. Yeah. It's it's a good policy to have, I yeah. feel. <laughs> I also very much related to when he's like, when the scene they do show where he's trying to watch the porn, he just winds up fast forwarding through all yeah. of it. It's like, the, I feel like the one time I tried watching it, I was like the same. I was like, I don't, uh. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, all mean, those not... awkward parts where people are, they're trying to make it like it's not just about being a porn. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's and just, yeah. Like, I'm not approved by any means. Also, I'm just a control freak. I like controlling the narrative. <laughs> I do. I'm sorry. The stuff I come up with in my head, I prefer to whatever it is anyone else filmed. You know what I mean? I, I can agree with that, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I am approved these days, honestly. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not bad. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. I love that he just ends up watching Everybody Loves Raymond. Like, I actually laugh yeah, yeah. really hard at that. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that line was improvised. I feel like it sh- if it wasn't, then that's, like, pretty clever. But I feel like it was improvised. A lot of this movie was improvised, actually. Yeah. Like, the the unfortunate, you know, how I know you're gay stuff was improvised. Yeah. I was going to say, there's definitely some, like, homophobic, racist stuff uh, sprinkled in there. Yeah, it, it, it is... 2005 in that sense it could have been a lot worse yeah it um, could have been also, a lot worse at least there weren't any like slurs at least yeah like, i mean i guess there was uh, but it was spoken by two black men to each yeah. other so it's a little different yeah also the 2005 fashions like no, leslie, yeah. leslie mann in that outfit oh my god <laughs> like the sequin like newsboy hat yeah <laughs> i was like oh my god god i'm back in high school looking at this <laughs> i feel like i had something similar to that yeah i, I, I like... wanted something i had a newsboy hat i it did not have sequins on it but yeah. i had one <laughs> everything was sequins and like bright pinks and blues and everything's just vests I, i'm not looking forward to when that stuff comes back in fashion at some point because everything always comes back it's in some trying. form and like yeah I'm not looking forward to some of the two, 2000s things coming back. <laughs> I feel like camo and flip-flops are coming back, and that was a thing that was, like, yeah. when I was in middle school. It yeah. was really in. Everything was camo. I had, like, a camo denim skirt with, like, the unfrayed, or the frayed, unhemmed edge to it, you know? I, I'm not looking forward to, like, like these are already kind of coming back, like, the flare jeans. God, no. I, I, uh, listen, I'm so, those were the only jeans they sold, and I'm so short that, like, they would trail on the floor behind me, and then it would just, like, be dirty and frayed, like, Yeah, they just bottoms. wear holes in them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like them either, and everyone's like, oh, they're good for, like, like, smoothing out your hourglass figure or no. whatever, and I'm like, I don't care. You will pry my straight leg, skinny jean, <laughs> jegging whatever's out of my cold, dead hands. Yeah. Like, we didn't know. It was it was a different time. Yeah. We didn't know the glory. <laughs> I would much prefer, like, the just the jogger-type pant to be more in style. Like, give me some bag around, like, the rest of my leg, but I need, I need some ankle security. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and let... That scene, too, when she, like, threw up on him, that wasn't in the original oh, script. Well, that wasn't, that was her idea, actually. She was oh like, I God. think it would be funnier if I just, like, threw up right in his face. Ew. What it was supposed to be, it was, like, a police officer was supposed to pull them over, and uh, she was supposed to have, like, a gun under her seat. Oh, my God. And then he was supposed to be, nope, out of there. But I, I think her idea worked so much better than I think that. it. I think it did, too, because that Because it's much more realistic, be... for one yeah. thing. Yeah. The other thing would be very over the top. Yeah, it would have been too extreme. 
I don't like throw up stuff in mm. movies though. <laughs> yeah, my uh Nolan, if she's listening to this, she has a huge fear of that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's never happened to me. I've never been thrown up on like all the college taking care of people that I had to do. It I never got on me. Yeah, and that's lucky. <laughs> I don't think that I've ever thrown up on anyone except for like maybe when I was a baby and my parents. I threw up on myself. Yeah, <laughs> I've thrown up on objects. I don't, I think, like, yeah, the last time I threw up on somebody was when I was a kid and it was, like, my mom or something. No yeah. one's ever thrown up on me either, thankfully, so yeah. far. I just, uh, I was very sickly and I had, uh, I had issues. <laughs> like, I, I would just throw up every single morning before school uh, because of my anxiety when I was a kid, uh, bef- way before anyone should have anxiety in their life. Uh so I just got really good at making sure that I made it to the bathroom or, like, an area outside or something. Like, I got very good at, at reining it in and <laughs> taking care of myself, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, s- segueing off of that poorly, uh, let's talk about how cute Steve Carell is in this He's movie. He's adorable. Uh, when, he, when he took off his shirt, though, too, I was like, the chest hair looks good. Like, don't shave it. <laughs> doing man he had, he had to lose weight for this role actually because what um they were like um it actually makes more sense for the character to be more ripped just to further emphasize he's not a virgin because of his looks it's just because he's like shy and like isn't yeah. trying yeah he i i'm not into chest hair personally but he is a cutie and yeah. he just seems like a nice person i know <laughs> like, like but I, yeah i mean i don't really I, the Chester thing, it varies from person to person. Some people <laughs> some people it works on. Uh, some people it doesn't. True. I feel I, yeah, I feel like it looked better with the Chester. It was a lot of Chester though. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. That and scene, that scene was real. Yeah. He was really being waxed. Is he really that hairy? Or? Apparently he was, and then it took seven weeks for the hair to grow back. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that scene I was actually laughing at and I did not expect to because it's like the main scene that yeah, everybody knows. Yeah, I remember it being in the trailers like constantly and yeah. like, seeing clips of it everywhere. And like it, it's always like when you see a scene so much in the trailers and in clips like it's not as funny when you actually see it or it's like the only funny scene in the movie so they're mm-hmm. like milking it for all it's worth. But no, that scene is, is funny. It's just because he's so sweet and he's just like insulting like, this woman and she's like, just sorry, laughing. You're just doing your job. <laughs> I love that she's just laughing the whole time, and they like they're all breaking character and just yeah. cracking up about it, and it was just like really hysterical. Yeah, it was great, a really great scene. And then I love that they had her at the end at the like wedding dance mm. thing. The age of Aquarius thing was so funny. Yeah, like you just start seeing it gets like so surreal all of a sudden. Like the whole movie up until that point was very realistic, and then all of a sudden everyone's just like. It's like the end of like almost like the end of a Bollywood movie or something. Yeah, everyone is just like dancing around and singing a song from a uh, hair. <laughs> I feel like it's very in line with Apatow for some reason. I don't yeah, know. Like, I, think I don't so. really know if he does stuff like that in other movies, but it just feels like it's it feels I mean, right. <laughs> yeah, this movie is very much like it, it's his first one he ever directed, and it's also very much his style and his storytelling style and everything yeah. like pretty much all of his movies kind of feel like this one all the ones i've seen at least i haven't seen all of them yeah he also 
He did Trainwreck with Amy Schumer. I think that was the most recent one he's done. Um, mm, yeah. <laughs> some other ones. I don't remember off the top of my head. I don't feel like looking. <laughs> I think that all the recent ones have not been good. Yeah. Trainwreck was okay. It was fine. Yeah. I just don't... I don't really... I don't like Amy Schumer's stand-up too much. Mm-mm. Uh, I don't. I don't mind her as like a person. I, I. I've the sketches of hers I've seen. I've liked, but I just. I really don't like her stand up routine. Yeah, I don't. I don't really like her. I don't like. I guess I'm just indifferent. Like I don't really. Care, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite jokes was Betty Cocker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It that was, was good. a good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I, there were a lot of. Uh, there were a lot of people in this that I didn't realize were already yeah. known back then, like Mindy Kaling and yeah, no, this Kevin was, Hart. Yeah, this Mindy Kaling, this was her first movie she was had made appearance in, I think. I forgot, I entirely forgot she was in this. When she came up, I was like, <gasps> Yeah, <laughs> I, Mindy. I wrote Amy, exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I forgot Kevin Hart was in it as well. Jane um, Lynch was great in this. I yeah. love I love the one line. I'm very discreet, but I'll haunt your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I like wrote it down. I was like cracking up so much. <laughs> and, but the thing is, she's such like an obvious lesbian to me that it was like really funny <laughs> seeing her hit on a guy. <laughs> yeah, is she is she in like her personal life? Like is she? Yeah, she's a lesbian. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think she's married. I'm not entirely sure, to be honest. But, yeah. um, but yeah, she's gay. I did not know that for sure, I guess. I just, like, can't help but see her character from Wreck-It Ralph now, whenever oh, I Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aw, Wreck-It Ralph. I like that movie. Did you... The sequel's not out yet, right? No. No, okay. I did not like the trailer for the sequel. It upset yeah, me. Yeah, I remember you texting me about I that. I didn't like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I find it extremely disturbing for a Disney children movie. Like, I would have been extremely disturbed if I had been, like, seven or eight years old and seen that trailer. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just, I think that it was in poor taste for a Disney movie. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Disney doesn't give a shit. They were just acquiring Fox and putting a bunch of people out of work and, you know, becoming more evil by the second, so. Disney, we don't give any fucks. It's <laughs> the new slogan. I do um, also like that Kat Dennings was in this. Yeah, I, I did remember she was in it. I think this was, like, the first thing I ever saw her in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't even... Like, I'm trying to think of the first thing I saw her in that wasn't Nick and Nora, because I know that I knew who she was before then, but... I think, oh, because I feel like there was one other thing I may have seen her in. Was she... Then. Okay. Do you remember that Disney Channel Halloween movie, not Halloween Town, but the one where there's, like, the ghosts, and I think there's, like, some sort of minor story, like, like mining, you know? Uh, listen, I think I she was in that. I didn't watch much Disney Channel stuff. Okay, well, back never in the mind. Day, so it was. I, I'm pretty sure she, she was in that movie. She probably was. She's very. She's very distinctive. Yeah. Uh, Stormy Daniels 
is also apparently has been around this long uh because she was the <laughs> oh porn yeah star. that's right yeah yeah and <laughs> they the, mentioned the apprentice too and yeah survivor and like when he mentioned survivor i was like oh 2005 <laughs> that reality show like driven economy back then yeah <laughs> so uh, quaint <laughs> the the lady uh god what is her name the one that he marries trish yeah uh she's a lady from get out which yes. so weird <laughs> yeah she's great she is it's weird seeing her be so nice because yeah. <laughs> just expected her to be evil and have a teacup at any moment yeah just like just like halfway through the movie all of a sudden she just like bangs a teacup and like steve carell's in the second place and it's like what's happening <laughs> it's 2005 this movie isn't gonna be made for like over 10 years <laughs> Also, like, why, at first, I thought that her kid, her kids were the, um, were Kat Dennings and her boyfriend. Like, I thought that she had a son. Yeah. And then she mentioned that, like, the kid that she has that's older was the sister that we don't ever see, I guess. Yeah. But I was like, why would yeah, you that burst that into your mom's bedroom with your boyfriend? Like, yeah. what are you doing? Well, like, she might have been going in there to have sex with the boyfriend. Oh, my God. Yeah, but... Like, you don't know that your mom's home in her own room? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe she didn't hear them come in. Well, also, that's... That's such a... I never understood that. It's such a fucking risky move. Like, why would you hook up in your parents' bedroom? Like, I don't, I what don't if know. they walk in and catch you? First of all, like if you're gonna have secret sex, choose a more secure location. And like, your room, your you room. Know? You can lock the door or put something in front of the door at least. Yeah, I never understand that either. Like, there's a lot of like I in... get their bed is bigger, but like you you make do. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, <laughs> you can you can have sex on a twin bed. There's not a lot of room, sure, but and, like you can, you can make it work. <laughs> I mean, I had like a a full size bed when I was in like middle school and high school and stuff but like even so even if you do have a small bed like why would you want to have sex in the bed that your parents have sex i in? know it's gross. That's, it's gross and then they're gonna sleep in the bed and you're gonna know what you did in it and it's yeah. just disgusting it's that's ugh. disgusting like especially if it's you know like i don't know it's just nasty it's not don't don't, don't. do that any, te- any teens listening to this podcast yeah. don't have sex in your parents' bed. <laughs> I also thought it was hysterical, like, the, um, when they go to the health clinic and they're suggesting, like, dry humping. <laughs> like, instead of just, like, celibacy, they're, like, just rubbed together. Like, what? I mean, those, the, I actually appreciate that. Those are viable alternatives, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, also, it's, like, if you're doing that stuff anyway, like why not just have intercourse yeah that's what, what is I the mean. real difference because like <laughs> unless, unless the whole thing is like you don't want to get pregnant yeah but if you're at the clinic you can get the birth control and also it was responsible of the daughter to say i want to get birth control so i can yeah. have sex that part wasn't addressed at all i feel like his character should have been like well at least she's trying to be safe about it yeah instead of just doing it yeah like she wasn't just like and she wasn't oh, trying to hide condoms. it either and yeah she was, yeah like, that's, like, the dream, I feel like, for parents to actually have their kids, like, trust them to come to them about it, you Exactly. Know? But th- that's another thing, too, where parents always act like they're cool about it. They're like, oh, you know, like, if you're at a party and you're drinking and you need to get home, like, you can always call us and you won't be in trouble. Like, we'd rather that than you, like, 
get in a car with somebody or like be drunk driving yourself but then if you do it then they're mad at you and you get in yeah. trouble or like <laughs> oh just come to me if you want to have sex and we'll talk about it and you can get birth control or whatever and then if you do it they get mad at you you yeah. know so yeah. it's like that double that's it's a trap <laughs> uh. I never, I never had that experience because I was not cool in high school and did not <laughs> drink at parties and did not have sex, so I was never invited to any cool parties. Yeah. I mean, I didn't care at the time. I didn't want to be having sex in high school. That was my whole thing. I was like, I'm not gonna have sex in high school because fucking rumors. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't want people fucking talking about it, so I'm gonna wait till college. Yeah. I just <laughs> and then had... I didn't have sex in college either, so... <laughs> I just had boyfriends, so, I mean, like, everybody assumes anyways, even if you're not. Yeah. Like, there were people, it was so weird, there were people that would just, like, constantly ask if we'd done it yet, and I'm like, why is it your business? It's like, why do you care so much, man? Get, get off my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. It was, it was very weird, like, everybody was very concerned about that, but yeah, there wasn't, like, a whole lot, at least in my circle, that I knew about, but I also was yeah. a little bit oblivious. There wasn't a whole lot of just, like people borking yeah <laughs> with like randos or like having huge ragers with lots of alcohol like most of our parents were always home so we couldn't really you know do that anyways uh but yeah that really does tie into like how like people do place so much importance on sex more importance than it deserves and yeah i feel like that's something this movie tackles well also and i i would be interested in like a a version of this movie where the main character is played by someone who's asexual and doesn't genuinely doesn't want to have sex yeah that's what i was thinking too while watching it that would be something interesting to see especially because you don't really have too many films about asexual characters where they're like the main character or, or it's not treated as something like oh they really do want to have sex they just haven't because whatever reason yeah yeah, I think that would be cool to see more uh, representation, so to speak, of that. Because I don't know, uh, there, we watched a documentary about asexuality uh, a couple years ago, and everyone was like, "Oh, that's so weird! Like, why would you just like, why would you just not want to have sex?" And all the people in the movie were like, "Gay people were like, oh, well, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and like, why does it matter to you so much that like somebody else doesn't want to have sex?" Especially yeah, if you don't even want to have sex with them. Like, why does it matter? Yeah, it does, you know, it has nothing to do with you. I guess some people just can't imagine it because they just think about it so much. Yeah. I just don't understand why you have to be, like, mean about it, though, you know? Yeah, there's no reason. Like, it's it doesn't affect your life at all yeah. unless you're their partner. And, like, if you are their partner, then you... That's something you work out with them. Or yeah. You, or you, you leave if it's really that important to you. It, yeah. It means you're not compatible anyway. Yeah, because, like, if somebody loves you, they're going to understand no yes. matter what, you know? Yeah. I mean, people do have needs sometimes, even if you do love someone, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work out. Yeah, well, there is a lot of really advanced sex toy technology these days, so <laughs> I, I truly believe that if you if you do love someone, you can make it work, you know? Yeah, that's true. Uh, so yeah, I think that about wraps things up for us, so final thoughts, Lita? I liked it. I never liked Seth Rogen that much, and Paul Rudd was kind of a drain to me <laughs> i don't get the appeal of paul red but um no steve girl is adorable and this was really cute and better than i expected like i, I enjoyed it much more than i expected too yeah same like like i mentioned before the last time i saw this i was much younger and i remembered it being so much more dirty than it actually was but it's like a sweet love story and steve carell 
like you said, is adorable and the cutest. And it, this movie really works even with like the 2000, some of the 2005 humor and that sort of thing. But yeah, it's a it's a nice, good movie that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And it definitely gives me Forgetting Sarah Marshall vibes. One of my favorite things about that movie is that like, it's not ever blamed all on one person. Yes. You know? Yeah. That you get to see both sides of the failed yeah, relationship. Like, and Yeah, there's nuance. and Yeah. Because real life isn't that cut and dry. I, I did appreciate in this movie there was a part where... Uh, like when he's going home with the girl from the bookstore and uh, his and Trish is trying to come find him I thought somehow they're gonna end up you know that classic misunderstanding and she's gonna see that he's trying to hook up with somebody else already and she's gonna get mad and then we're gonna have to deal with all that and I appreciated that they didn't take that super predictable route you know it makes me wonder if, like, in the first draft, they did take it that route, and then someone was like, listen, this is an overdone trope, and yeah. it's stupid, so let's just cut it. <laughs> have a, have them go to her place instead, so there's no chance she finds them there. Yeah. That's one of the things about a lot of comedies that I hate, is because they have that predictable part where it's like, oh, the person has a falling out, everything's going really well for them, and now we have to have the climax where they do something bad, and everybody is misunderstanding something yeah, and everybody a, hates him there's there's definitely like a formula to romantic comedies for sure yeah. this this kind of yeah this kind of avoids some of those too which is a great thing that's been another episode of comedy month with the why haven't you watched that podcast uh follow us on itunes uh follow us on twitter don't follow i mean subscribe <laughs> to us on itunes as well yes but also i meant follow us on twitter uh follow ignore- us home from work <laughs> <laughs> follow us home from work you know just show up at our houses randomly please it's don't fine. do that yeah no don't do that <laughs> even if you're friends with us don't show please up at don't, our yeah. house yeah please don't do it. text message first at least yeah yeah Common courtesy. give me a text be like hey i'm at your house and i'll be like why <laughs> you'd be like i just want to hang out <laughs> like, all right uh so yeah uh follow us on twitter at ywt podcast uh please subscribe and rate and review us on itunes please i want another review guys yeah what's wrong with you people i know just say something nice to us we're very (laughs) sensitive we need validation at all times i'm extremely (laughs) sensitive especially lately i am in a very delicate stage of my life right now i need i need something guys give lita so much praise give me a reason to live i sent you a nice card today so (gasps) yay expect that oh i'm so excited yeah probably by the time this airs you'll have it already but yeah um, uh, but yeah thanks so much for listening i'm jackie i'm lita and this has been why haven't you watched that